heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I'll mute when I'm snacking. All right, cool. Okay, guys, we are live. Uh, episode 66, YWC Football Talk. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and mute Phil right now because Phil is eating. But we got Phil here. We got Nightmare Ball and Markeem Graham is here. Markeem hasn't been here since Super Bowl. We're here. We're talking football. It's Monday, February 22nd. And before, Phil, you can unmute yourself whenever you want, but I think i got to start off with the biggest news of the week so far with uh, Carson Wentz now is in Indianapolis. Not officially, it's off for another three weeks, but Carson Wentz in Indianapolis Colt. Uh, I'm going to go to the Eagles fan for this one to give his thoughts. I, I, that's how i got to start this thing. I'm happy for him because he needed a clean slate. I don't think this dude is devoid of talent like some people are acting. I just think, like, legit... He was emotionally shot there. Like, I think in many ways, same thing with Jared Goff. I don't think Jared Goff is devoid of any talent. I mean, I think Wentz is better than Goff. I think that's clear. But, like, I think that he just needed a fresh start, and I'm happy for him. I think we're the worst team in the league. But, but you know, it is what it is, man. We were bad with him. You know I mean, going to be worse without him. It's what it is. It's fine. We're rebuilding. It's like a mental reset almost for him. Like he, like he doesn't have to worry about like, oh, if I mess up, like the fan base is going to kill me. Because let's be honest, the Eagles is probably one of the most rabid fan bases in the NFL. Like yeah, even too, they, they wanted to keep for some reason that fool Nick Foles instead of him. And after after they got rid of Foles, after they chose Wentz over Foles. The fan base never forgave them for that. And he could never. I felt like he could never recover. Like mentally, could never recover. And then the team basically fell apart after Foles left. Like contracts expired, guys started getting hurt, guys got older. You know what I mean, it's like it, it's like people will look at well, if we would have kept Foles, it would have been fine. When really the team was deteriorating after, like that roster of that Super Bowl team is one of the greatest rosters in the history of the game. Yeah, I mean that's why they every literally every facet of that of that team was damn near perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean, but like that team started to fall apart after you know Nick Foles left, and people will blame Wentz for that. But like it's really it's really a combination of a lot of things. I'm not saying he played well because he didn't, but you know, yeah, but a lot but, of but, but he had one bad year. That's like true. honestly. Was it recoverable? But, but, but this, no. year, this year but, was very bad, though. <laughs> but I think the thing is, too, I though. That, I get that, man. I get that, man. But Eagle fans saying that he's like, he's what? Like, not just Eagles fans. I've heard it from everybody, Danny included. That Carson Wentz is washed <laughs> up. He's washed up. What do you want? No, man. No, nah, no. Nah. He's going to be in the comments saying we well, he lives rent free in our heads, man. Don't go that route. No, I, no. This is a we had. We already talked about it. We're gonna have a bet when he gets on here. We'll make it official when when he gets on here. I don't know exactly the details. We'll work that out. But I think Carson Wentz can win the Super Bowl with the Colts. Am I crazy, Marquis? I don't think I'm crazy. I, I I thought the Colts were like a like an explosive wide receiver quarterback combo away from literally being a threat. Like, you know what I mean? They, they're they a really well-rounded team, which I wish Andrew Luck had. He was there. We're not going to get it that. Yeah. They're very, <laughs> they're a very well-rounded team. And, you know, yeah, 
I feel like he could be good enough to win games. Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he won it all. I, be, I would. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't be shocked. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do I think they're going to win it all? No, I think it's too early. This offseason is insane. Who knows what's going to happen? And we're just starting. Right. We're six and a half months till the next it, season. Because this isn't over. He's, yeah, no, no, no. And 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 I think a lot of moves are still left to be made. Clearly, left to be made. But what I'm saying with just the wins in, in general stuff. Did people forget this is this is the now? Granted, Marquis was talking about the roster and everything. That was a good uh, all together team. Almost beat not only just one MVP, almost beat Tom Brady. All right, folks. Okay, there we go. Uh, Okay, you guys are there. Sorry, guys. We were just having some technical issues. I don't know what happened on there. You got, like, your screen's kind of glitched. It's all good, though, guys. But, yeah, like, Phil, the year Tom Brady won MVP in 17. Wentz doesn't tear his ACL. That's Wentz's award. But I think his biggest downfall was him admitting that Jalen Hurts coming in hurt him. Not, like, because you know how when Garoppolo was drafted by the Pats, Brady used that to, used that to win a Super Bowl. And then you had the same thing, too, with Aaron Rodgers this year with uh, the old drafting Jordan Love. He didn't take it and be like, oh, I'm sad, I'm this. Really no. He... Like, you saw Aaron Rodgers this year use that as fuel, saying, oh, hey, they want to get rid of me. And then now, instead of uh, doing all this whole pissy stuff, he fueled that to do an MVP. And I think that the Eagles expected a similar thing from Wentz. But I didn't know how much of the stuff where Wentz and Peterson weren't even on the same wavelength. Like, they weren't talking at all for, like, like eight, ten weeks at a time. Like, it was just a damaged relationship. And then eventually, you know what, I feel like... I still feel like Howie Roseman's the problem in Philly, but... Okay, I think we're, everyone's here, but yeah, no, I think Howie Roseman's the problem. It's just I think he felt like Lori's he he's Lori's like boy. The fans. Okay, guys, we're just oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're just having some glitchy issues, guys. I don't know what's going on, but uh, Wi-Fi is fine. I think everyone's frozen, but here's the thing, like. The whole, like, it's it's a tricky situation, but for Wentz, it's better. Like, for all the Eagle fans who are, I don't know, there's some Eagle fans I think the return was a little sparse, but I feel like only Ryan Pace would have given them the first-round pick that they wanted instead of the guaranteed first, which, more than likely, that will become a first-rounder unless Wentz gets hurt at some point this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do I think the trade? I mean, the trade kind of shot me that they didn't get a first. Like you said, it's yeah. either a first or they're not. Wiss is done anyway. He has right? to play seventy five percent of his snaps to uh, for that right. for that to become a first round pick. Either seventy five percent of the snaps or seventy five percent of the season. One of the two. The people saying that, like I have heard this take by the way, that the Colts got robbed, not the Eagles. And here's my question on that: They have a quarterback that they drafted last year that I assume they like. I mean, I assume they haven't seen enough of him that they don't like him, right? At least as a backup. In Eason. Yeah. It, so, it's 25% of the snaps with Wentz. Maybe they get enough snaps where Eason can come in and play well. I don't know. We don't know. So, I think that's. I think it's worth the risk, in, in my opinion. I don't want to see the close. And, and Jim Ursay is going to find a way to, to, to F it up. He always does. I so, will. I but, do want to say I this, though. I do want to say this, though. I feel like if the Colts, the Colts should bring back Jacoby Brissett, though, as a just-in-case, like an insurance policy almost, not relying on, hey, Wentz is going to play bad or get hurt. It's just that whole break glass in case of emergency move. Like, you don't want to be relying on Jacob Easton. Like, no respect to Easton. I know he has some great numbers. Not great, but he was he was a pretty good quarterback for the Huskies. 
Um, that's just my only thing is, though, I think the Colts should have Brissett back. Like, I know there's probably going to be teams interested in him, but I think if Brissett has another year as a backup, he can kind of learn a little bit more and then eventually find a home somewhere else. Eason should never play NFL now. I didn't expect that. I did not either. <laughs> that dude has very bad instincts. Washington. Shout out Edge is the best. He, he, Alex Larson. He did. He did. That's right. He he has a lot of No. But here's the thing. Everything good? Yeah, everything good. Can you guys hear me? Okay. I can now, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, let's, let's just keep going on. But yeah, no. Okay. That's why I was saying the whole Brissett thing, because they don't want to rely on Easton. I think Chris Ballard's going to find a way to keep Jacoby Brissett as the backup. Well, here's the thing. Uh, do you think, Markeem, do you think the Eagles have to draft a quarterback this year? Or will they? Not that they have to, but will they? Or do you wait? Do you... I- Sorry, folks, um, just ran into some technical issues. We will be back in just one second, so stand by. Chris having some issues. Yep, I was having some technical issues. I'm back on, uh, and apparently we're missing a great Nia Jazz match on Raw. I'm going to assume that. Is that Chris's lazy booking, or I'm trying to figure out Raimi? No, no, that's a random Chris. You, you said who? <laughs> Chris said that in comments. Right there. I, I, I have the ability. It's a really cool ability. I just learned with StreamYard. Um, yeah, no, I would rather, there's many things I'd rather do than Raw, and talking football there, is there one of them. There's no way Jax is having a great match right now. I do not believe you. I don't believe that either. <laughs> I don't um, believe you. Yeah, hopefully we have a, so I think my internet, my internet was spotty, I was in another room, I just moved rooms quickly, and then now we're back up and set. But, so what were you guys, what did I miss exactly? What were you guys talking about? Uh, we were talking about the prospect of Hurts actually starting. You know what? I don't. I think if the Eagles are going to draft Markeem, I don't think it should be at six. Go out and like if Devonte Smith's there, get Devonte Smith. Like if the Eagles are going to draft a quarterback, do it later on, like a Davis Mills or like a Felipe Franks or a Sam Ellinger. You know, like someone who could be a project. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that, that's me. That's me. Like, do you want? Like, if you, oh, no, you're right. But that's just that's. Here's another thing too. Felipe Franks could Franks. actually play fucking. Snaps for my Eagles. He could actually play for my Eagles. That's crazy to think about. You don't think he's a, he's an NFL starter? I don't. Think I don't think. I don't development think project. Them, I don't think any of them outside of Lawrence, Lawrence Fields, and Zach Wilson could ever play a game and they give me a, a meaningful game. In the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Wilson. I think Wilson and Fields can get there. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think they could be solid NFL players. In the right, in the right scheme, honestly, they. I mean, like we've talked about the Falcons. That's I think Griff mentioned at one point drafting yeah. like Wilson or drafting Fields uh, as a backup and what, behind Matt Ryan. I think Did maybe that, that dumb shit that Dan Orlovsky put on Twitter earlier. Which one was that? I've seen some stuff, that, but that dumb shit where he was like. Uh, Everything that, that they're saying about Zach Wilson, they said about Sam Darnold. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, I, I saw that. I didn't, I didn't understand that. I personally, like, I think that if the Jets are smart, they go for Wilson. That's just me. You you can't pay attention to, like, what these fucking tough to heads say. Because, like, the only reason why fucking Sam Darnold got drafted so high 
was the intangible off the field stuff. He was like on like a like you know what I mean. He was like at a level of zen where like he never battled. Yeah. But like his numbers, and he was never that consistent. Like, but everyone thought maybe he get coasted into being more consistent. I mean, Zach Wilson is his arm talent is like leaps and bounds behind anything Sam Darnold ever had. I mean, like it's like not even. I, Okay, my stream is coming and going as Phil is wearing a hat. Uh, okay, I'm still here, guys. Uh, Phil's pointing to his uh, CCU hat. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Monkey. Okay. I'm done. Yeah, I know. We Phil, I think we talked about this last week when you were on. What, like, was that last week or was it two weeks ago? I'm trying to remember when you were on. It was one, it was one game, Phil. It was one game. Alright, well, you're freezing again. He's having internet issues. I'll keep going. Yeah. Alright, look. Just give I'm me a second. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead, I guess, talk about that, but. You good? Uh, just give me one quick second. I'm gonna go away for a second, guys. Sorry, I'm just. I My internet's really annoying the fuck out of me tonight. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hotspot it. I'm just gonna hotspot it. Okay, Phil, do you got me? Okay, and everyone's gone. Guys, uh, this is a horrible recording. I apologize. This is also not the best live stream in the world. Like, look. So like I said before, my internet connection just sucks right now. I don't know what it is. Some, some my, my internet hates me. It hates me. I'm, I'm, I'm doing audio on GarageBand and I'm doing a live stream at the same time. Multitasking. Priorities. Um, so let's hope I can get them on there. I'm trying to figure out what exactly is uh, going on. But yeah, so there's just... You know what? We'll be right back. Is that every year there was like some sort of progression with him? So like where he went from like... The year before to last year, and it was a huge leap. You know what I mean? And that's one, usually a good sign. One thing I will say, even though we did, you know, we we rattled him a lot in that game, he we came within a one yard to of, of winning it. So I'll give him props for that. But, like, like that dude is that dude is good. I just don't think he's like none of these dudes are like. I just don't think he's big enough, Marquis. Like they, these small quarterbacks don't like name a small quarterback and say would have Russell Wilson. Maybe is the only one. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson ain't that big. You know what I mean? Kyler Murray. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's a freak, though. Like, there's just no, like, he, you know. I don't know. I'm just saying, there's ways to win, man. Drew Brees is small, you know what I mean? There's ways to get it done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're right. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to, I guess, I just, look, I don't hate Zach Wilson. I just hate him for a top five pick. You know what? I think the Jets, that's the route they're going to go. I, I think hate, the Jets are going to go that I route. Hate all, I hate all these dudes minus Lawrence. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I guess we're on the same page. Yeah, but the bigger question with this draft, though, and also, too, I do agree. I, the only reason why I say the Falcons thing is just because, look, they're in cap hell, and I think that this year, you know what, you do a redshirt year with a quarterback, then next year you get rid of Matt Ryan, then you get rid of Julio, you build around, like, your new quarterback and Calvin Ridley. Um, I was talking to Markeem about this off-camera, but the Carolina Panthers are a team that's just intrigues the hell out of me. Like, they keep, uh, like, letting go of all this cap room, all this other stuff, like... Man, like the whole the NFC South as a whole. Like I was listening to Pro Football Talk today with uh, Florio and Sims, and they were talking about the NFC South. How pretty much outside of the Falcons, like it has a lot of potential to be a very good, uh, very good division. Because like I don't think the Saints are going to lie down dead. Like even though they do have their cap problems, I think they'll get by them. And I'm interested to see who the Bucks can bring back from this team. Because I know Phil, you had that hot take of JJ Watt's going to go to the Bucks. They got a lot of internal pieces they got to lock up first before they consider him. They do. I, I I think Godwin's gone. I, I don't oh, 100%. I mean, unless, you don't, 
Unless he doesn't want money. I mean, if he just wants to come back and play for Brady. But, I mean, he's young. I don't see him doing that yet. There's two others. There's two other names I want to give to you who I think are gone. I wouldn't be shocked if Fournette leaves, and I think Levante David may go because I think they're going to prioritize Shaq Barrett over David, which is silly because I think Levante David and Devin, and also too because here's the other thing: they got to think about their long term, and Devin White's due to get paid next offseason, and he's going to probably be the top paid linebacker in the NFL. I think you paid Levante David. I I got a hot take about JJ White. All right, I think the All Pro. Uh, days of that guy are done. I think that he is, he would just be solid now. I think best player in the league, dominant, change your whole team. Isn't that, isn't that already gone though? That was already But I'm saying that, that, no, I'm saying that's like, because a lot of people are like, well, it's because he was stuck in Houston. Nah, man. He's just, uh, that's done. It's just nah. solid. I think he'll, he, he'll he never be that guy or, again. Or he didn't care, Marquine. I mean, that's hard that's to say. What, that's what I hear people say, but I, I think he's done. I've seen Clowney do that before. But you know what, though? I don't think, yeah. like, everyone says, like, Watt's done. I don't think he's, like, done. I, yeah, I, I agree with Markeem in the sense of I don't think he's all pro anymore, but he still has potential to be that, you know, that F the play up kind of guy. Like, that guy who's just going to get in your face and do that. Like, See, I don't, even, I don't even think so. Wait, okay, so I, I just, where do you think he's going to end up in free agency? Uh, I don't know. Um, I got my team. Who, who has? I know people are saying Cleveland. That's the name I keep hearing. That's where I think he's. Uh, I think he goes. I mean, yeah, I, I can see that, but like, it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool if he had a Pittsburgh. That'd be cool. I think so too. It's just their cap situation, and also too, like, I, I, I know, I know. Dude, they gotta get they gotta get that Ben shit figured out first. So like, Kevin Colbert came out last week and had that weird press conference where it was like, yeah, like we want to get it done, but we don't. Like, for Ben, I think Ben's like Eli. Either he's a stealer or he retires. I don't think he goes anywhere else, especially this late in his career. You think they could sucker, him? You think they could sucker somebody in the trading for him? Who, Ben? Yeah. Uh, maybe the Broncos, because they like to bring in quarterbacks. Because if you guys know me by now, I don't like Drew Locke at all. I think Drew Locke's done with the Broncos after this year. I also because he's terrible. Yeah. Oh, Markeem. <laughs> I also have my crazy hot take that Elway purposely brings in, besides Peyton, obviously, that Elway just brings in mediocre quarterbacks, so he'll always be known as the greatest quarterback in Bronco history. <laughs> well, like, think about it. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. You might not be wrong on that. You might be right about that. I think they did what goes to the Steelers or the Packers. That's, that's just seen. Browns or Packers are my two. So, I just think that's my pick. I just don't, I mean... He, he lives in Wisconsin, went to Wisconsin, so. Exactly. Like, like, I would like to see Pittsburgh, too. It's just the money situation. He can win with those two teams. He can win a Super Bowl with those two teams. Well, I don't know about Pittsburgh. But. That's the thing. That's why I don't know about Pittsburgh. I think he's going to want to go somewhere where he can win a ring in the next year or two. Or ha- at least have a chance to get there. Because remember, people, he's never been to the conference finals. And people have said pass, but, like, we're going to have to do a lot for him to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go there now. We've got a lot of in. That's one thing, Phil. I know Marquis probably doesn't care to hear this, but man, the Pats have a lot of internal signings they got to get done first. They got a lot of internal stuff I'd rather them prioritize. Maybe, maybe JJ Watt's like, I want to play for the dude who used to whoop my ass all the time. <laughs> That's true. That That's too. True. I mean, they used, to, they, used to, they used to kill the Texans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just kill them. Well, they had that dumb game like, in 2012 where they showed. I don't know if you feel you probably remember this. The game Monday Night Football, the Texans showed up in those dumb varsity jackets and they got their asses kicked on Monday Night Football. I remember that. Yeah. I do. I remember like Connor Barwin and, and someone else just they were doing like like that side by side and I'm like these guys look like idiots. I think it was like 42 to 14 was the score. I just remember Patriots came out and just stomped them. 
Texans yeah, also Texans have never won at Gillette that. Stadium. That's a fun fact. Texans have never won at Gillette Stadium. That. What? Remember that field we picked on the kid about that? When what? That yeah, yeah. I think I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, like the, so adamant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, See? there's also one thing I want to mention quickly on this podcast too, and I forgot to mention it last week, but I just wanted to send my condolences out to the family of Vincent Jackson. Very sad, passing away only at the age of, I believe, 38 due to I think it was like some form of alcoholism or something to do with alcohol. But just wanted to get that in quickly. And that just a uh, quick thoughts and prayers to his family, man. One of the that's another great receiver that never got a chance to play for a championship, man. That does that 06 Chargers team. If it weren't for that uh, dropped interception, they probably would have won the Super Bowl that year. Because they played that Chargers team played the Colts very well, and I'm pretty sure they would have beaten the Bears in 06 if they got past the what, Patriots. What, was that the year when Phillip Rivers was playing on one, on one leg? Was that the year? I don't know. That was the first year where Drew. That was the first year Drew Brees was in New Orleans, though. Remember that year when like he fucked his leg? I think he, like tore his ACL or some shit. He was trying to play through it, something like that. I think it was two thousand. I think maybe that was a couple years after that, like two thousand seven or two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah, you might be right. You yeah, might be right. No, because that year I'm thinking it was a year where LT was just like had like one of the greatest fantasy years of all time. Antonio Gates was in stock, was a great tight end. Um, then they also had Vincent Jackson too, and Philip Rivers. It's just they had that they played the Patriots in the divisional round, and as we know, Philip Rivers could never get past New England. Like, there's so many people that that's why you can't take New England for granted because of how many. Like great players, they prevented from winning. It's kind of like the whole—I don't want to say Jordan effect, but there's just certain effects of how certain guys didn't get certain things because of certain people. That's all. Yeah, it was 2008. Okay. Yeah, because I know 2007, the Chargers and the Patriots played to go to the Super Bowl. As Phil chugs his Coke. Is that a Coke, Phil, or? That's root beer. Oh, root beer. Okay, okay. Oh, I know, I know, AW man, great burger it's place. Oh, elite. <laughs> but really, yeah, that was just one thing I wanted to say too, Phil. And then also, uh, we actually have a new father in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes now a dad. He his wow. wife gave his fiance gave birth. Uh, I think Saturday. Wow. Yeah. So did, did he just come right out, or did they block for him? Ah. Uh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was a good one. I'll give you that. That was a good one. Uh, what else? So let's see. What else is there? I feel so bad for that dude. So Bro. bad for him. Yeah. All right. So here, I said this before, but I'll say it again. Like, I watched that game, obviously wanting Brady to win, and it didn't help that my dad was like so like adamant against the Chiefs for some reason. I don't know why. But I mean, obviously he likes Brady because I like Brady. But still, he was. I was like, Dad, like that's not a penalty. And he, anyways, but like, but like. Quickly, I was like wanting to enjoy the game, and then when it's like, okay, this is about to be a rout, like, well, so much for that. Like, it just wasn't like it's like, call me when you're it, in. Like, I watched it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't fun watching him run for his life. No, it, just, no. it was just kind of sad, man. I was like, come on, my, my God, somebody, it, hold, I don't care, holding penalties. I don't care, somebody, stop. It was yeah. bad, man. Somebody grab someone, man. It's, it's yeah. even worse. It's even worse when you have you watched the mic'd up uh, edition yet? No. It's even worse. Like Mahomes is on the sidelines, like just like trying to show. Like you can tell he's like he's trying to care, trying to act like it matters. And it's like, bro, he's just he's, like it just it makes it even worse. Yeah, like that. There's a thing though. I love how like everyone blames the offensive line. Like obviously he did the best that he could, but like 
Do you guys remember five years ago when Cam had the same incident against the Broncos where he was just running for his life and everyone was like, oh, Cam didn't do this or Cam didn't do that? It just seems kind of like weird how Cam got all the blame for that and then here Mahomes doesn't get any of the blame. It's always... Like, you know that's, what I mean? That's not a conversation, what I <laughs> But yes, yes. That's just yeah, one thing. Like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, so like, like, I'm not here trying to be like, oh, anti-Mahomes or anything. Like, he's a great, great quarterback, great player. It's just, I feel like everyone was just trying to protect him and make it seem like, oh, it's not his fault. Oh, he just did this. Meanwhile, a lot of those plays, look, straight up said, the defense just got to him and ruined, mate. You ruin his day like that and you take away his weapons, you're going to beat him. Oh, I know it has. To, that was the reason why with Cam too in that game that I didn't like was the fact that he actually admitted to not going for the ball in that one fumble because he didn't want to get hurt. I, that's where I was just like, dude, you're playing for the Super Bowl. You go, you go and try to get that ball. Yeah. I think Cam regrets that though. I mean, he may never come out and say that, but I think Cam looks back and says, "Well, I got hurt anyway, so I should have done it." Exactly. Like if you get it's, hurt, it's easy to do that in hindsight, though. Yeah. Huh? It was like Sean McDermott coming out and saying, yeah, we were playing safe in the AFC Championship game. There's just certain things, you know, you kind of just, you keep hush-hush, that's all. Well, I mean, you can say whatever the heck you want to say. You can say that balls are deflated, you got your butt whipped, you got your butt whipped, whatever. I will always defend the argument that when they were properly inflated, they outscored the Colts 31 to nothing. That's my take. Well, I'm, I'm not, it's like I could say it. Anyways, I can do a whole podcast I'll about that. I'll say one word on that and we'll move on. Science. Okay, what's the next topic? I, 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 um, actually, I actually think the play gate is easily explained. Yeah. Um, they just happened to have the practice footballs and didn't have the game balls. And at halftime, they realized it. That's what I think happened. That's all that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's literally all that happened, man. And Goodell, I, I, still, say, I still say the play gate was, was Goodell's... Uh, loaded gun that he needed that he needed to let everybody forget about the Ray Rice because if you don't remember he was getting a lot of scrutiny for Ray Rice a lot of scrutiny for Ray Rice and then all of that went away over deflated footballs like you cannot tell me that was the case that's Call a, me a home you want that's that, the truth that's a, no, no, that's a good that's a good point it is a good point though but like even still like domestic violence is one of those issues in the NFL that like it's still that big elephant in the room that the league doesn't want to address like they 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 do they say like the whole Chad Wheeler stuff and everything but like Look at guys like Tyree Kill. Like Tyree Kill got away with even child abuse, and he's still in the league. Chad, like, Chad Wheeler's not running ninety-yard touchdowns like Tyree. Hill. I know. I'm just saying that. Look, certain people Chad get Mark. certain stuff. Like, look, Ray Rice was kind of on the down part of his career when that happened. Like, if he was a prominent superstar, a lot of the time that shit gets swept under the rug, which is very unfortunate because Tyree Kill's had multiple cases too. Like, even do you guys remember the Javon Belcher incident? Like, they just went on life was normal, yep. even though he shot himself in front of Romeo Cornell, and I think. So, uh, the general manager at the time. I'm trying to remember who. It, don't remember who it was exactly. Wow. Yeah, the the Belcher thing's a very dark conversation, but it's like at the same time too, it's just it was really messed up. Like he killed his girlfriend, and then he drove himself to the team facility, and then he just shot himself in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, to go a dark route. Um, let's bring it back to happy thoughts. Um, I want to ask you guys a question. Who do you think has an easier route to get back to the Super Bowl next year, Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes? Easier. Route? Yeah. Neither? How about neither? I, I would say neither because the AFC looks like it could potentially be even stronger, and the NFC kind of looks the same way. Kind of looks the same way. I mean, I kind of I think it depends on 
who's the Saints quarterback? Because, like, obviously the Saints, they had to go through the Saints. They had to go through the, the Packers. They had to go through uh, uh, the Redskins. I think all three of those teams have potential to be better. No, no. Right? They went through the Washington football team. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Thank you for the correction. The Washington football team. Uh, they did not go through the name I will not say again. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I, I think all those teams could be better. And then you got teams like the Rams – does Stafford make them even better? I think they do. It does. Um, well, they they got to give them off. It's a line because that was their Goff's problem. But um, well, not his only problem. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think uh, yeah, I don't I don't think either one has an easier. I mean, like honestly, if you had to pick, if you had to pick, a harder. Like who is it harder? Who is it harder? How about that? Harder. Who is a harder route to get back to the Super Bowl? The Bucks have it. The Bucks have it harder, and the real, only reason I'm saying that is, well, you can make case for both of these because. The team hmm. just went back to back, but I would say the Bucks because well, at least winning back to back. Now you're going just to get there. Then I mean, I think they're even. But to win back to back, clearly we saw the Chiefs struggle. It just doesn't seem that like the teams are able to get the back to back wins. The Broncos weren't able to do it. Which the Broncos won back to back, but uh, the Chiefs. I mean, uh, the Seattle wasn't able to do it recently. It's just not. It's just you. You have the whole deck stacked against. Now, Phil, the Broncos never played in back-to-back. They made it in, th- they made it in 13, got their butts whooped by Seattle, and then two years later they beat Carolina. And you know what? I think to get there the easier time, I'm going to say the Bucks, just because because uh, like the, the Bills could be like really dangerous next year. I mean, I mean, they could be like legit better than the Chiefs next year, baby. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson is still coming along. You know what I mean? He's a phenom. You know what I mean? All the, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of teams in the AFC that will probably just get better. The Browns. Yeah. I talk a lot of shit about Baker Mayfield, but that team will probably be better next year. It just depends on who they the add Dolphins defensively. Are like this, but the Dolphins, you know what I mean? They're, if they get in, they'll be a tough out for anybody. You know what I mean? Y'all, if y'all get a quarterback and yeah. change some other shit. Or, you know and get some weapons. And, and, yeah, like, and Hightower comes back. Like, like if you think about it this way, at least with the Bucks, like you could argue maybe the Saints were the the third or second best team, and the quarterback's gone. Like Drew Brees is about to retire. I mean, so well, I'm just saying, like, like nah, he gave money back though. I think at this point, it's more or the less like a badly kept secret that Drew Brees is retiring. Like we're just waiting on Sean Payton now to or the Saints just to say, hey, we're holding a press conference. Like as soon as that note comes down from Why their do you PR department, what? Here's my answer. Why do you wait? Because I think he might still be thinking about it. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what my point was. I don't think. He but but he, but he knows he should. <laughs> yeah. I think he knows he should, but he's still thinking. You about You think it. it has to happen before March 17th, which is when free agency starts. Exactly, but then again, like. Have to, right? Yeah. Think, no, I'm asking. Do you think it has to? And I want to see him go because he looked like he was done, and he's just gonna look worse. Yeah. I, I don't want to like like. I was talking to Phil about this, man. The longer these fools play, the worse the fall will be. Like, look at Peyton. Peyton Manning went from MVP level to worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. To, be, mean, I to be worse than off, uh, uh, Brock Osweiler at the time. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he did play better down the stretch, but. I don't want to see that happen to Drew Brees. Well, you don't, see him, see you don't want to see him going out on top, hugging Papa John after he wins his uh, second Super Bowl? Well, no, I don't want to see him play that bad, though. But oh, no. Like, if he can't do it in New Orleans, it's not going to happen. Here's the like, thing, too, though. Like, Brady left New England, went to Tampa Bay, and it was able to get it done. Like, Drew Brees, where's he going to – is he going to go somewhere else? Who else has – who else has Kamara and Michael Thomas 
and Jared Cook for a tight end, and all, you know, it's like shout out South Carolina. Like, yeah. like, like I, I, I don't want to see him just, just stink it up, though, man. Just like, and I know, like, you know, people think I hate Tom Brady, and I don't, but I don't want to see that happen to him either. I want him to get out before that happens, man. I don't want to see that. He's I don't want to see that. I, I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy seeing like all time great struggle, like. Like Kobe Bryant's last year in the NBA was so rough, man. Seeing him just be that bad. It was was Monta- How was Montana with, with the Chiefs? Montana was terrible, too. Terrible. He was? That, that last year, awful. Yeah. Okay. There, there's no example, with the exception of maybe John Elway, who who was a significant step step down, but still pretty good. One of the greatest there's first no down conversions in Super Bowl history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the helicopter no play. Like, like all-time great. Didn't he retire yeah. after that win, though? Yeah. Yeah, right after that. He won. He got out because he was like, I don't want to embarrass myself. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Like, Dan Marino is probably the worst. Where, like, it was so quick and just, like, just bad. Can you know I, what I mean? It's probably the worst. I want to say something. This is going to come off as very dark, but it's it almost seems kind of like when you talk about all these old guys, it's like when you know your dog is slowly going down that bad route of, Pass, you know your dog is just like very sick you know it's like kind of it's the last days and stuff and like you don't want to see it suffer anymore like i feel like it's a similar thing with all these old with these like when players get older and stuff like look you enjoyed it while the time was here but you know that it's time to go like i think for drew especially to the way the way that he played in that divisional game it's better to go out on top than try to come back and be who you're not and then make those mistakes because then everyone's gonna go oh why didn't you retire last year like more than likely, I think even though the way he went out is not exactly the best, he did something that no one's been able to do, and that's bring a relevant team to New Orleans. Because, like how we talk about all the time, like how Clemson was the so eights. bad for so I long. They were the eights. The eights. Exactly. Like, Markeem, you know how you guys always talked about, oh, Clemson was never like this hotshot program? The Saints were one of the worst teams in NFL history before Drew Brees got there. I think they only made the playoffs like five times in like four years. So, like, look, where if, there's no... What I'm trying to get at is, with him retiring, there's no bad notes that he's leaving on. Like, there's no, like, bad way to go out. Look, he's a favorite son of that city for life. Like, I don't know if, Markeem, you've been. Phil and I have been to New Orleans. Like, it's just a different vibe down there. And, like, he can go in anywhere, and he'll be respected there for the rest of his life. His number nine, 100%, is going to get retired by the team. So, I just think it's the right time to go out. Like, look, even last year, too, when he was... Had to go to Hawaii, and then he posted that weird photo from the mountaintops, and was like, "Hey, I'm coming back." Like, I think we would have seen that by now, though, if he were coming back. Yep. I mean, unless, unless, I mean, I, I don't think. Like, here's the thing: if he wanted to come back, and New Orleans is just like, "Sorry," like, it convinces him, but I don't think he plays for anyone. I, I just think, I think he, he ends up deciding. Well, they don't want me back, so I guess that's that's the end. And I also think he'll decide before training camp, like somebody we know that I won't get huh. into. Fucking Brett Favre. Oh. <laughs> I hate Brett Favre. I'm sorry. He's probably the most hated quarterback of, of all time for me. I hate him. Well, I mean, horrible. Even the same thing with him, too, though. She, I, I'm trying to remember. He played the 2010 season, right? 2010. Yeah, that was, that was the last year, I think. Exactly. Like, don't you think he should have gone out in 09 then? He should. He should have went out when he said he was going to retire. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Two thousand seven. First time. Uh, whatever year that was, he started playing for the Jets. What year was that? Was uh, that oh seven? You might be right. Oh seven or oh eight. One of the two. 
Yeah. All right, all right, let's move on. Uh, we got a question, actually, from YWC Football Talk's biggest fan, Randy Oska. Phil, I'm going to let you answer this one first. Who are the Pacers getting for a quarterback? Man, that's the, that's the question for past fans, right? And even non-past fans are like, what are they going to do? Um, I said this in a tweet, and I said to tune into the show uh, to listen to why I say this, but uh, obviously, dream scenario. Hang on just a second, folks. We're just having some technical issues. Stand by. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, today has just been a shitty day for when it comes to connecting to the internet. I don't know what's going on. My Wi-Fi hates me. Hates me! Back to the program in just a second, everyone, okay? So stand by. We'll get this fixed. We'll get through this together. Again, through this um, together. Here we go. But yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, I don't know what they're gonna do because I have heard rumors. I don't know if they're true. Uh, Griff, I think was the one that I saw. Well, I saw it from other tweets as well. But um, that they have tried every trade. So I assume every trade so far has been too high. Maybe I'm assuming right now. But let me say this: the draft, if anything, has proven the Texans are a good example of this. The draft, or right before the draft, is going to tell it is going to say all of it, right? March seventeenth, obviously, will be a big a big day, and, and that'll start stuff. But uh, what what's where's the market going into the draft, and then what are teams doing? So once Lawrence comes off the board, okay, well, what's are what are the Jets going to do? If the Jets are still there, are they trading down? Or is Carolina Carolina seems to be going all in on trying to get Watson, and if they don't get Watson, are they going to go all in on another guy? Or are they going to draft a guy? I, I don't know. I, I just don't think drafting is what Carolina is going to do at this point. If they're giving all, I mean, they're, I, f- I feel like if Carolina is going to draft a guy, it's got to be like to succeed to, underneath the, whoever they're going after. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I think the Pats, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of answers to that question. I think Jimmy G is definitely the number one obvious answer, but uh, I don't know what the Niners are going to do. I don't know if the Niners are trying to get Watson first, but they don't know if they're going to get Watson. There was a very weird trade that I saw that, with a three-team trade between the Texans, the Niners, and the Vikings that Peter King did where Watson ends up in Minnesota, Cousins ends up in San Francisco, and Garoppolo ends up in Houston. That would be crazy. I told people before, I said, hey, the Vikings could be a team to watch out for when it comes to Deshaun Watson. I got laughed at for that. Yeah, um, but, so, yeah, I, don't, yeah I don't know. I mean, that's... But here's the whole thing, though. Like, I, like, the Watson thing, Big Rat said it on here before. I think if it does not happen... Before the draft, it will not happen. I don't either because have you heard what they want? They're so the Pan- allegedly the last th- trade that I heard. I haven't heard anything new yet. Uh, I heard the Miami trade, and then I heard which was ridiculous, and then I also heard the uh, the uh, the uh, what's the start of the team the Panthers. The, Carolina, the Panthers trade would be like three first and CMC, and then a couple other pl- defensive players, I believe. That trade makes no sense to me to get rid of Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, I know you go quarterback over running back. I actually think it's smart. It's a hard decision to make for an organization, but and I get it. CMC is there everything on their offense, so I don't. I mean, you're going all in, changing your offense now. But all right, what I missed, I'm sidetracked. So we're talking about what they're what teams are having to give up for like Watson and, and Carolina's apparently would have to give up CMC, and we and he just mentioned he doesn't understand why they would why they would do that, and I'm telling you because Mike Davis, my boy, former Gamecock, for those that don't know. 
Uh, Mike Davis balled out without CMC being there. So in their mind, they now have proof of a quarterback, running back. They don't have to pay that much. So maybe they think they can get rid of CMC. And I mean, CMC would die in Houston. Who else is? Somebody? I mean, Phil, I, I feel you, but like. The level, man. The level. I get that. that I, is. <laughs> I know. I get that. But I think they think if they bring in a quarterback that played in South Carolina, I mean, obviously the, the stadium's in North Carolina, but they played it. They played in South Carolina. It's a Carolina guy. I mean, he's went to Clemson. But They're building a training facility in South Carolina, by the way. Uh, Thirty minutes and, south of uh, Charlotte. I mean, he could he could bring a lot of tickets. CMC, not saying CMC doesn't sell tickets, but I'm, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I hear you, man. I and don't he, know. And here, here's the question: Do the Panthers win with win a Super Bowl because of CMC, or do they win a Super Bowl because of Watson? I think the easier answer is definitely because of Watson. Oh, 100. percent I just what I think the Panthers should do keep because like, look, I just don't understand how you're gonna get rid of so much guaranteed money with Bridgewater. Because here's the other thing too with all the whole trade. The reason why they're getting rid of JJ Watt is also to be, not only is it a move to move on from someone because they're rebuilding. It was also a cap dump of seventeen and a half. I think it was like sixteen and a half million dollars. You trade from Christian McCaffrey, you're taking on a million more. So you're basically you're gaining back what you you're losing by cutting Watt, and then you're adding a million dollars on. And so- yeah, I say you're pretty good at this, Griff. I try, I try. I listen, man. I learn everything I know from Mike Florio. What can I say? Um, but here's because that's the thing. Like where I'm looking at the Texans, who are a cash strapped team when it comes to the salary cap. That's why that trade doesn't make sense to me. So I think the logical, and also too, I think David Tepper is just short-tempered and is like, I need to win now. When in reality, you know what? You also have Bridgewater under a lot of guaranteed money. Draft Trey Lance at eight, or even move up to get him. Have Trey Lance go behind Teddy, and then eventually, you know what? Maybe next year, move on from Teddy, and then Trey Lance is your starter. That's what I think the Carolina Panthers should do. I think, I think if I'm the Texans, I don't even know why you want PMC. I just get draft capital. Exactly. But they, they're going to want a franchise player in return, though, that whole tit-for-tat thing. I don't know, but uh, you get three picks, get four pick, picks, whatever you got. I mean, you trade first, three first, three seconds, you get everything in picks. And then you trade, you trade, I mean, you just trade to get picks. Like, you just add picks up. So, I mean, if you're the Texans, I think CFC it's not really, I mean, I don't understand. If I'm the Panthers, I'm like, why do you need him? Exactly. Like the Panther, the Panthers, like David Tepper wants this franchise quarterback. Like that's his thing. He wants because remember David Tepper comes from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was a minority owner with the Rooney family there, and then eventually bought into the. Car- He's only been there for like I think a year and a half or so. So it's just him trying to aggressively win. I just put this message up quickly, just because I've never gotten that before. Um, from uh, Miss Sella Martinez, and then she. Ooh, let's 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 move away from the Panthers talk. Let's talk about this greatest football player of all time. Marquise, I'm gonna let Marquise take Rice. this first. Jerry Rice, yeah, Jerry Rice or Jim Brown. I was gonna say Jim Brown, Walton Payton, uh, Barry Sanders. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. See, oh god, here's the hot take. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Walter Payton is a top three running back ever. I don't think he is. He's top I five. Think, is he though? Like, look, okay, he's not better than Jim Brown. I think we all. Can agree on that. Yeah, I told uh, Emmett Smith. Pro- think, what Emmett Smith second, or would you have someone else there? I, I think we all can agree Barry Sanders is clearly better than him. Yeah, and we all can agree on that. Um, here's where it gets dicey, right? If you want to put him at three, fine. But I would put Emmett ahead of him solely because Emmett Emmett was dominant for longer. 
what I mean? Yeah. Like, Walter Payton was very good for a long time. But Emmett was, like, dominant for, like, seven years. Arizona you know Cardinal mean? Emmett Smith, by the way. Well, I wouldn't call him dominant, but... <laughs> 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 but, but, like, from, like, 91 to, like, 2000, Emmett was dominant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, 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 just can't, I can't in good conscience put him ahead of Emmett. Um, Wide receiver question for you. Would you have Michael Irvin top five all time? No, hell no. Okay. Um... It was Rice, uh, Moss, Owens, uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Uh, who else is better than him? Tory Holt is better than him. Uh, Steve Largent is better than him. We could do this for a while, man. Uh, <laughs> we could do this for a while. Like, he, he's, Chris Mar- Carter is better than him. Markeem. Uh, Megatron is better than him. Markeem, how, how much? Antonio Brown. Hold on, not done, Phil. Antonio Brown's better than him. Oh, don't break that. Uh, I just wanted to ask. I just wanted to ask. That's all. I like this question from uh, Miss. I pr- I'm butchering. I'm pretty sure it's a that's Maciel? a girl. Maciel. Maciel. Um, I like questions like this. Just keep keep on coming because like even too we could talk about this all the time. Like Markeem and I were talking about this off air. We were saying like how our top tight ends are like uh, Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Kellen Winslow, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp. Uh, would you, Mike Dicka's even up there? My thing, my thing with tight ends, though, my thing with tight ends is it's too. I mean, you can do this with a lot of things, a lot of players and positions. But tight ends is like almost two different eras. Yeah. Like, like Gronk and Kelsey and Kittle, like those guys are like a new but, era. But here's here's why I put Gronk ahead of everyone because like Gronk, in addition to being probably the greatest receiving tight end of all time, right. I don't even think that's debatable. Uh, if, if you if you talk about just like being a, being a pure blocker, he's top three at that too. Oh, one hundred percent. So like, it's back so like, yeah, what he was for the Bucks all year. Yeah, he's yeah so like, incredible. That's why he's number one to me. And and Gronk uh, and Gronk just changes your offense. Like the pass without Gronk, I mean Brady suffered big time without him. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah absolutely. It was just different. Gronk is to me is like this. He's like the clear number one. I, I know the sample size isn't as big as like let's say Gonzalez. But like, Gronk is his best man. I've never seen anything like that. And I think it's not because also was just so like I don't even know what the word to use. Like, it's also just he, so like he was yeah. very good for a really long time. Yeah, very good. For but like, long. there was a time like uh, like early two thousands where he was like scary, like best offensive player maybe in the league. You know what I mean? It's fucking scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it it just like that that period of time was not as long as Gronk's dominance, in my opinion. Because Grunt was injured a lot, but he still was dominant in way less games. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, the, the gap is just crazy. And I feel like after that, you got guys like Gates and Shannon Sharp and uh, Kellen Winslow that you can throw in there. You know what I mean? But I feel like those two clearly the top two. Yeah, for sure. And I think and one thing I was going to say, Martin, was the uh, – would you call me crazy if I said Randy Moss was better than Jerry Rice? You yeah, you're, you're, you're insane. Randy Moss would tell you, man. Let me put it in perspective for I you. I saw more of Randy Moss than Terry Rice, so it's not really fair. If, if there was a receiver... I'll just take that If there was a receiver that had 1,000 yards, just 1,000 yards, for 20 years, right, they'd still be behind Jerry Rice. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm going to say about Jerry Rice. It must be nice that you played against two, 
behind two of the greatest quarterbacks. And Rich Gannon. I, I, I love exactly. That's what I was about to get to that. I love Joe Montana, but like Joe Montana at the end of that 49ers run, like when he was on his way out, he was not the thrower he was at the beginning of that run. Jerry, Jerry Rice is the reason why people thought he was still the best quarterback in the league. He turned him into that. You know, Jerry Rice had 22 touchdowns in seven games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he turned him into that. Like, Steve Young, same shit. Like, Steve Young without Jerry Rice. And there's, like, sample size of this. When, when Jerry was hurt, he'd have his worst games in his career. You know what I mean? Because he, he, he is special, man. He's special. Special, man. Um, there's a tight end take. Moss is definitely second. Yeah. Greatest deep threat to ever play. Yeah. There's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, I guess he's more of a deep, the deep threat guy. I have a controversial tight end take that I want to give, and that is that I believe, not. I'm not saying he's one of the best of all time, but I think that if it weren't for the stuff that he did off the field, Aaron Hernandez could have been a very good tight end in the NFL. Oh, I'm glad oh. you said that. If Aaron Hernandez would have fucked his life up, he had a chance to be better than Gronkowski. He's a he was he was in better shape. He was a great route runner. You know what I mean, and, he, and his and his hands were better. Yeah, like he could have. In terms of raw numbers, if he would have stayed with the Patriots, they would have got rid of Gronk and kept him. I really believe that. He signed a big oh, extent. Wow. He signed a big extension after the 2012 year, though. That's the other thing too. Yeah, I'm telling, Phil, Phil, he was on his way to being that good. That dude was really good. Man. I'm not gonna lie, that's hard. Like, yeah. Like obviously we don't get too much like we don't want to go too down that rabbit hole of the off field, but right, it's, hard to it, it, it's hard to imagine a world where like they, they choose Hernandez over Gronk. Over Gronk, like, yeah. yeah. In the early in the early days though, it looked like he was better. You know what I mean, he, he he never blocked like like Gronk did. Though. No, but That's he was right. the he was the pass ca- he was the pass catcher. Okay. <laughs> right. He was the guy that caught the passes though. Like he. Like he was, Aaron Hernandez was. Uh, that, I want to see an. I need to see like an end behind the scenes of that Florida team from like 2008 of like him, Tebow, uh, Riley Cooper. Joaquin, do you, do you think? Uh, this is a. I mean, this is another podcast later, but like, so we'll talk. We'll analyze it a little bit more later. But is Pitts? Where would you put Pitts as like potential for going into the league? That'll be live on YouTube, by the way, folks. That will be live. I have a lot to say about him and the people. A lot to say. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. So I'm just going to say something quickly, guys. So what Markeem is referring to is I'm going to get some of uh, mo- our most notable guesses, guests excuse me, who not only love the NFL but have a passion for college football. We're going to be here sometime late April – and we're going to do a fantasy-style NFL draft. So we're, if Phil came up with this idea, I'm going to give credit to Phil. So basically, say, for example, if it was the three of us. Like, say if Phil is one, Markeem's two, I'm three. So basically, we go through the teams and say who we think they're going to pick and why. We can do trades as well, but that is something that's going to be coming in the coming very Not very soon, but in a couple months, obviously, right before the draft. But that's just something I wanted to get you guys excited about. And now back to Markeem and uh, some Kyle Pitts talk. I, I, I don't, I don't want to... I, don't want, I, I think he could be good. I'll just say that. Okay. A couple things have to happen, though. Is he oh, is he ranked too high? Because, I mean, I've seen him, like, I've even seen him top five. <laughs> Phil, man, I'm going to get into this, man. All right, we'll hold it. No, save it, save it, save it, save it. We're teasing. No, don't, don't tell me. That's enough. All right. The, these questions I'm asking, guys, 
come back for the answers. No. He, he, I'll just say this. He, he's a very, very interesting prospect. Let's put it like that. Interesting. Because a couple, couple things have to happen. I'll just say that. Let me tell you, you do not want to miss our draft. Like, I just think it's going to be so awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, the, the full slate will be released on a later date, but so far as you know, the three of us will be here. Um, just trying to think of like like other things to address because like with here's the thing I love about the NFL, and also too, I think I talked to Phil about this, but also I want to get Markeem's opinion on this. I said a few weeks ago that I think the NFL they're not going to do this. They should hold off hiring head coaches till after the Super Bowl. Because think about what's going on right now. We hear about trades and stuff. They may fall through though because they don't go. Uh, they don't become official till the official league year. So what if all like the last two weeks or so was just spent on new coaching hires, coaching searches? Like each day you have a new domino fall of a new head coach, as opposed to hey yeah, um, here's a head coaching hire. Oh, and then tomorrow's a divisional round. Like it kind of gets lost under the like swept under the rug, if you will. Hey Griff, you're good at this, man. I, I never thought. About I've, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. Sixty-six episodes deep. That's actually a good idea. That's a really good idea. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. We also have another question coming in. Uh, asked again, how did you feel about the Super Bowl this year? Uh, we actually already addressed this. Markeem yeah. didn't like it. Phil and I were Patriots fans that are happy for Tom. Uh, fun fact, the Super Bowl had a higher viewership in Boston than Tampa Bay. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I don't think Tampa Bay, the they, Tampa they Bay ever, cares. Look, that's, that's the most underrated thing about the whole Brady thing. I really wish we would have had crowds, man, because, like, they don't support the Buccaneers, man. They, they didn't support them in the mid-2000s. They, they don't support that team. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. You know what's – I have some fun facts about the Buccaneers' two Super Bowl wins, though. Both ha- both halftime shows were done by Canadian artists, Shania Twain in 2003 and then The weekend this year. Both games were won because of their defense, but – that 03 Buccaneers team is probably one of the greatest defenses of all time. John Lynch, Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp. Just, they, never, they never get bought up either. They yeah, no. They right. never get brought up. And also, too, the other difference is that was Brad Johnson. I don't know what was a worse Super Bowl match. Like, obviously, Rich Gannon was the MVP that year, but Rich Gannon and Brad Johnson, and then Kerry Collins and Trent Dilfer. In between the Brady Super Bowls, you had some obscure quarterback hey, matchups. Oh, Collins Col- Col- and Dilfer, man. Collins, that was way worse. Oh, I know Collins and Delfer was worse, but... Collins, oh my god, I can't... Because at least that season, uh, Gannon was the MVP, and Brad Johnson was good that year. Yeah. He was good. good. Kenneth Collins and fucking Trent Delfer were both terrible, and they just happened to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they happen to just be in the big game. I mean, that that game was the same thing though as the the 2000 Super Bowl and the 2002 Super Bowl. The exact same games where it was just defensively dominated. Like the Ravens defense dominated Kerry Collins, and then Rich Gannon got dominated by the Bucks. Yeah, well, Rich Gannon's career ended that night. Oh, he watched the man's career end yeah. on the biggest stage. That, was <laughs> and wasn't that kind of the end of Jerry Rice too? I mean, he went to Seattle, but I was pretty much yeah. That, that, that was the last year of Jerry being Jerry. Exactly. This year's the last year of Drew being Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, right, there's something. What was the other? There's some other quarterback situation I wanted to ask somebody about, but I don't know what. Oh, um, Phil, um, I'm gonna. I'll, can I say something about the Pats quarterback situation? Because I didn't get yeah, to say because my yeah, internet cut yeah. out. Before, yeah, go ahead. There's a small part of me that's starting to think that you know what, bringing back Cam's not the worst idea in the world. But then there's a part of me too that's saying we need to move on, just because. Look. I think it's. I think it has to do with the fact there was that video yesterday of that kid that was just clowning him, which 
Like, we all know how that went. I just loved him saying, I'm rich, I'm rich. And then the guy's like, no, you're not. You're free agent. It's like, no, he's rich. And then there's that uh, I'm an athlete podcast where he was on with, like, Ocho Cinco and Brandon Marshall. And then now, like, all these Patriot beat writers are writing stuff. Like, Doug Kayad had some articles about how people still view him as an MVP cam. Now, can he be that again? I don't know. But at the same time, too, no. couldn't he help recruit people no. to come play? I even said he can't be MVP cam. That's not what I'm saying. But he needs if, – if with the right weapons – he would probably get overratedly MVP if that makes before, sense. Like, before he got hurt in 2018, the Panthers were six and two, and then they had that game where they got there just humiliated in Pittsburgh. It, don't get me wrong when I say all this stuff about Cam. I don't think his arm can ever get back to the, where it's at, but I do think with a full offseason, it can get like a, good enough. Like I'm not saying that Cam's our future. Like I think Cam's still going to be like a year by year basis kind of thing. But like I don't want that though. You know, I don't. I, get that. I don't want I a year by year commitment thing. I want. I, I want someone who's going to sign at least for three years. You. You have been. Y'all have been spoiled for twenty yeah. some odd years. Yep. Yeah. You know I mean, with a consistent situation. You know what I mean, um, now I, I love seeing this because y'all don't know how it is to live. <laughs> quarterback, to quarterback. Not, not, Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. All right. So, look. I don't personally think there's some people. I mean, I I am still in the back of my mind hoping maybe he is the answer. I don't think he is. But uh, Jared Sidham, I mean, a lot of people might still think, well, y'all aren't gonna. Why don't we just see what Jared Sidham has? I'm like, yeah, but I think if that was the case, yeah, we, 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 we would already done that. Yeah, when we already done that, I think he would have just never even signed Cam if, if if it was about like, oh, I think I believe in Jared Sidham. Phil don't believe in Jared Sidham. <laughs> like, like we 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 know what Sidham has, man. Yeah, we, we know what he... I, I, I know he's terrible. I don't have any faith in him anymore. That's why I, th- I think they were comfortable with Sim, and then I think Bill kind of realized, hey, I don't know exactly. That's why they brought in Cam in the first place. But um, there's two Patriot things I wanted to bring up to Phil. One is, I've been reading this book by Jeff Benedict called The Dynasty. You need to get it. It's, oh, I heard about it. It is a great read. I'm, I'm, I'm not even... I've um, so it takes about two hundred pages before you get to like their first Super Bowl. It's a lot about the history of like Kraft buying the team and whatnot. It goes back to like the nineteen sixties. I've tweeted about it. Very good book. If you are a Patriots fan listening to this podcast, go read that book. Isn't that book the, the one that like like they they couldn't get Bill or Brady involved in or something like that? No, like they have stuff that Tom said or whatnot, but a lot of it are there was some stuff that was mentioned. Like it began with Tom. In 2019, in the press box the day before the season opener, basically, where he was kind of already starting to contemplate whether he was going to stay or go. And then it kind of goes back in time. So where it goes back, where how Kraft built up his empire outside of football, and then eventually got all his assets, and then paid all that money for the Patriots. And then kind of the start of the whole rough and tumble years of Bill Parcells, and then the Pete Carroll era, and then how he went out of his way to get Bill Belichick. That's where I'm at so far. Like, where I'm at right now is leading up to that first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 36. The other yeah, thing is... What did they say about Bledsoe in that book? Curious. Kraft loved him. It was just... Be- it was Belichick preferred Brady. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what it was. Like, Robert Kraft yeah, had a... It was pretty obvious. It was pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. Like, Robert Kraft had a great relationship with Drew Bledsoe. He loved him like a son, but then Tom came in and played for him, and Belichick didn't want to go back to Bledsoe. The only time he went back to him was the 2001 AFC Championship game. And that was for like a couple downs. He wasn't even in it the whole game. Exactly. The other one too, Phil, is there is one receiver target I would like to see the Patriots. Not. I'm actually not saying not get, but there's one I could be interested in. 
And as I'm, just, I'm not going to say who he is. But I'm going to give you a clue. As long as he turns off TikTok when he enters the team facility, I don't care what he does on the field. Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm fine with that, too. I like him, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of high on Juju uh, Smith-Schuster. So, He's, I'm that. But I'm also I'm down for, uh, not as a number one guy, obviously, but I'm also down for uh, my boy Ashawn Jeffrey coming to revive his career. Let's do it. I don't know. though. His, he had that one good season with the Eagles in 17. Mark Hame can vouch for this. But then his numbers have been down ever since. I was on Jeffrey at one time. Markeem can mark for this. Was all- I-, I thought he was incredible. Like he, he was playing for the Bears, he was incredible. He yeah, was he was great in Chicago. The best, the best receiver to ever come out of Carolina. Would you still say he is that? I don't know if I yeah. said Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no. No, hold on, hold on. Coming into, you mean coming into the draft? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Not even close. Yeah. I mean, successful after that. I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say, I think Debo's starting to. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. There's a but one. He, but Alshon started off good too, so we'll see how Debo holds up. So. There's a other kid this year too who looks pretty good for um, South Carolina as well. The receiver. Receiving? Yeah. No, it's cornerback. No, there's another. I'm pretty sure there's another. There's a receiver in the draft for South Carolina. He, I don't think he'll. I think he'll go day two or something like that. But we'll see. Um, let's what see. Are you talking about? Yeah, who are you talking about? I gotta figure out his name. Give me, give me, give me a quick second. I, I'm just gonna vamp right now and uh, Google okay. South Carolina wide receiver. <laughs> I don't think there's a, I didn't know there's a runner, oh, receiver that's coming out of the, to the draft, but I could be wrong. Could be uh, drawing a blank. That's crazy if that Miguel would remember me and you don't. <laughs> it's not Miguel. Where did I get Miguel from? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, that oh, that was last year. Never, never mind. The first player. I forget whose name is. I think he is a cornerback. I think that's my fuck up. Uh, we it's got some questions coming in. Uh, I'm going to address hey. this one right now. Uh, absolutely not to both. Uh, I, yeah, no. No. no to both. No to both. No to both. Yeah. I like Jacoby. He was great as a Patriot, but he is not a starter. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, can we stop this? That's like the Andy Dalton to New England. He needs stuff. to. Con- he needs to complete his AFC East trifecta, though. He's been a Dolphin. He's been a Jet. He's been a Bill. He needs to be a Patriot. What did you forget? Y'all know, y'all know who I forgot about? Who? Uh, I'm looking at the list of the top ten uh, South Carolina receivers of all time. I forgot about Sterling right? Sharp. Uh, yeah, Sterling Sharp is the. I forgot about him. Who is the world? Let's see. If Sterling Sharp didn't hurt his neck, he'd be like Chris Carter, Michael Irvin. Yeah. Like, that's how good he was. Sidney Rice was uh, coming out of Car- in Carolina was really big too. Yeah, he was good too. He didn't, he didn't pan out in the NFL as much, but who's the worst football was- player of all time? Worst football player of all time, Jamarcus Russell. I was about to say I, that I'm a tr- him or. No, I think Johnny Football is who had a good ceiling, and then That's he just a uh, Trent Richardson's uh, another one. Yeah, but hold up, worst. Hold up, hold up. Okay, what, no, 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 what, no, no, what are our requirements? Worst football player of all time? I, I can tell we? you right now, it, it's Tim Couch. It's Tim Couch. <laughs> it's Tim Couch. <laughs> it's Tim uh, Couch. You, wait, wait, Martin. You mean former number one overall Tim Couch? Yeah. He was that bad at football. He was terrible. No, terrible. Oh, we're talking about. Worst football player to ever play in the NFL that was like. Sorry, folks, just uh, give us a second. I apologize for this, everybody. My internet fucking hates me tonight. Literally. I was on hotspot, and then I had to switch because my phone's about to die. So, yeah, that's me.
Oh, I'm leaving a lot of dead air right now. I'm going to go back, and I'm going to get back in the studio. <laughs> I am back. Oh. oh, I'm back, guys. Um, basically, what was going on was I had to switch my phone. My phone was doing hotspot for a while, and then I just switched back to Wi-Fi because my phone's about to die. Um, so, who else have we said for worst player of all time? Like, I said Trent Richardson. Uh, Tim Couch is another good one. I, I called Jamarcus Russell lazy more than, like, worst. He also went for an organization. He, he, he just never, he never should have been the number one pick. No, it never should happen. That's all. Oh, um, Markeem, I have a fun fact, actually. I told Joe this last week. I have a fun fact for the two of you. In 2004, 2005, and 2007, the player that the uh, Raiders drafted, the player after that is either going into the Hall of Fame or will be in the Hall of Fame. In 2004, after they picked, it was Larry Fitzgerald. In 2005, after the Raiders picked, Aaron Rodgers was drafted to the Packers. And in 2007, Megatron. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my god! Hey, and how do you strike out three times? I have, well, I have, I have two names that, that explains all of that. Al Davis, you're done. That's all you need. Yeah. Hey, you hey, lost, hey, lost, hey, lost it. You lost it. You didn't have it. Listen, I know what you're about to say. As as much as we can get on him, he was a crazy old man at the time. I I I feel uncomfortable disrespecting him because he's the most important owner in NFL history. Oh, 100%. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, can I say something quickly about the Raiders, though? Vince McMahon is one of the most important people in wrestling history, but I don't mean he ain't an idiot now. Yeah, but Al Davis was always just like ZFG kind of attitude. Al Davis just, just win. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just win, baby. Al Davis didn't care. He was just cocky and wanted to do his own way. Um, the one thing I actually want... I've never touched upon this before since it was announced, but... I was shocked when I discovered that Tom Flores was not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame yet. Hey, man, we, you want to just talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame in general? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's C- terrible, man. Dude, it's a fucking like, popularity contest at this point. It's, it's that simple. It's just, if they like you, they'll vote you in. Not if you deserve it. It's like, ridiculous. Like, Eli's getting in because brother and father are going to be campaigning on his behalf. Because Eli Manning, after that second giant Super Bowl, his numbers are not Hall of Fame worthy. But because he's got the two rings... His numbers weren't, his numbers weren't Hall of Fame, fame worthy before, before the first one. No, that's what I'm saying. It was Be- like that little run in the middle yeah. where he was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, this year's class, though, like, there are certain people I agree with. Like, obviously, obviously Peyton Manning, obviously Charles Woodson. But if you did... I, I feel like the Pro Football Hall of Fame and Andre the Giant, I mean David Baker... Uh, they go out of their. They basically they make it about a weekend because the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Canton, Ohio. Like, who's ever screams like, "Yeah, I want to go to Canton on a vacation." Like, I obviously want to go one day to see the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but that's the thing. You're paying to see the museum. It's just the Pro Football Hall of Fame's just like a, on top of that. Why? Why is it in Canton? That's where Pro Football started. Oh, yeah, that's where Pro Football was invented. Yeah, that's, that, I should probably know. That. Like probably the, the weird that. one though is that. I think college football was started, the first ever game was played in Rutgers, but the pro football, their Hall of Fame's in Atlanta. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. I just find that a very interesting city. Like, I get it's big and they hold the SEC championship game every year. It's just, that's just something that very interests me, if you will. But with, uh, with this year's class, though, like, I do think Richard Seymour should have gotten in. I was a little upset at that. Uh, but there's certain See, guys. I'm, so, not, I'm not that mad at that because he's one of those bubble dudes, man. Yeah, yeah, he's like, out, okay. I mean, he's like, like, like the weird, the weird thing about him is that his his dominant period was very dominant. Yeah, but it wasn't very long. Like Rodney Harrison, almost. Yeah, yeah, but but Rodney, the weird thing about Rodney is that 
at least Rodney was like good. Like Seymour's fall was quick. Yeah. Richard Seymour was one of those ones where Bill got like couldn't have gotten it more right right at the exact right time. Yeah. Like yeah. when he traded him, I remember being like, "What are you doing?" And then it what was over. And then it was literally he died in Oakland. Like that was it. Similar things happening to Trent Brown right now in Oakland. Oh, Vegas, excuse me. Um, what was the other player I was going to say? Uh, Alan Fanica is another one I like. Probably one of the best. I think he was a guard. One of the best offensive linemen of all time. Uh, is it Matthew, probably, Matthew Senior didn't get in either, right? No, it was his last year or two. That's the thing, too. Like, there's so many guys who oh, haven't gotten. Year? Apparently, it was his last year. of L- No, not like not the most recent Clay Matthews, but his dad or his no, 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 uncle. Senior. No, I know it's a senior. Yeah, so, senior. I'm pretty sure this was his last year. Of, that's stupid. That's another stupid thing. I, I think he has to wait like a certain amount of time. Oh, like, he's waiting. Like, um, something like that. Like look like at that. like look at Tom like Flores. Tom Flores is very old. Like he's in his eighties. Like Drew Pearson, for example, is another one. Like there's other names too that should be in like an Otis Anderson or a Phil Sims even. Wait, wait, no, no, not Phil Sims. All right. we, can do, we, we can we can do this for a while. Though. Phil Sims' career was average. He just has like that Super Bowl performance. Doesn't he have two? Well, well, yeah, but he wasn't even a starter for one of them. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was? He got hurt. Oh, um, that was the other thing I was going to tell you guys. There's, there's, um, I think two. Fr- there's three franchises. One I'm bumbling on, but there's two that I know at least two that have three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks on them, and one of them is the Giants. Eli, Phil Simms, and who's the other guy? Jamie something. I, I, I don't know his name. It's not important. Yeah, and then like, and the Packers is the same thing too as Star, Favre, and Rogers. It's just it's just fun fact football trivia I like to bring up. Um, but no, I personally like I've even heard stories now. That's that's one thing I got to say with the pro. Wait wait, the peop- wait 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 wait. Who's the third franchise? I'm, I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up. Because like I know it's I, I I think it's three. I want to say it's three. Third franchise for, for what? Where three quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl for them? Denver is it Denver? No, they only had Manning and Eli. Uh, Man- I was about to say Eli. Yeah, was, the, was the first one. I thought there might have been one before that. I, thought, uh, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe there isn't three. Maybe there. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, maybe I'm tripping. Don't worry about it. Maybe I'm tripping. No, no, no. I remember hearing about this originally. Like there was a fran- there's. I think there is a third franchise where they do have more than one. Uh, more like they do have three quarterbacks with Super Bowl wins. I know. I know the Giants are one. I know the uh, it's the Giants. What about Dallas? What about Dallas? Roger Staubach and Aikman. Aikman, there's Aikman. That's it. Oh, uh, this is two. Mm-hmm. Should have been three. The Packers, the Giants, and there's one other one. I'm glad it wasn't the. It's not the Bears. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's not the Steelers either. Yeah, they just have two. Yeah. Oh, which I gotta say that if. Terry Bradshaw was playing in the social media. If, like, say social media was a thing in the 70s, Terry Bradshaw would have been out of the league so quickly. That's one thing. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, if you look at his stat lines from his first few years, he was terrible. Bradshaw was an idiot, too. <laughs> he's an idiot. Man, he says some quirky stuff, but he's honestly, I like him as an analyst. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's a funny guy now, yeah. I haven't realized how long he's been with Fox for. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Also, dude, it's not the. I, I, I'll, I'll think of who that last franchise is. We'll, we'll figure it out. For it's, the it's not the Niners. No. How's it not? Oh yeah, Montana and Young. Just Young and Montana. That's it. All right, hold on. Why y'all? Uh, no, nah, I don't know. This it may be Kansas City. Maybe it is just two. It may be Kansas City. Kansas City. No, they just have. Uh... They didn't win with Montana. 
No, but they had Len Dawson and then... Yeah, Len Dawson and, and Mahomes. That's it. Hmm. I, I think that might be it. This man. is a stump. This is a very... I really opened Pandora's box with this question. Yeah, they only I have think, the... T- I think there may just be two. Is it Oakland? It is it Oakland? You know what? Shit, it may be. It may be. Because Oakland won. Oakland won. Let's see. They won. They won in eleven. They won Super Bowl eleven. Then they won Super Bowl fifty. It's gotta be Oakland. What is, wait, no, they didn't win another one. No, never mind. So no, it can't be them. They only won two. We also can count the uh, Vegas Raiders, though, Phil. Vegas Raiders still haven't been to Super Bowl. Oh, I know that. I'm just saying you have I think, to. I think we're overthinking this. I, I think it might just be them. Oh. Oh no, there's the, the, there's the Los Angeles Raiders too. I didn't see them. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like the Raiders have. Oh. Now the Raiders have. Let's see. They have three Super Bowls. Where. Yeah, of Stabler was the quarterback for one. Yeah, they had the 19. 19- so, yeah, they had Stabler. They had Jim Plunkett, and then. In 1983, they had... Yeah, plunk, let's plunk it again, eh? Plunk it twice, right? I thought. Yeah, it is plunk it. Never, the Super Bowl against the football team. Yeah. So, you know what? I think we're overthinking this. I Like, I opened a box, and I'm trying to close it. Because, <laughs> like, I like I was just... It's just something that crept into my mind. That, like, who who could it have been? Like, if there was a third team... I heard it on Pro Football Talk, but I think it's just the Giants and the uh, Packers. But... Also, Phil, um, actually, there's a YouTube channel I want to take you guys about called NFL Throwback. And who are the... I want to ask Phil this, because I think Marquis may know the answer. We'll see if he doesn't or not. He can answer this. Who are the two NFL franchises, like the oldest NFL franchises? Oldest? Yeah. Is it Cleveland? Is it Cleveland one of them? Nope. Oldest franchise? I'll give you one of them. One of them is the Bears. Oh. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, is it is it the Lions? Is it the Lions? No, I think they're fourth or they're third or fourth. Hmm. Okay, I, I okay, I would have guessed the Bears. It's not the Packers. It's not the Packers, is it? They're third. Yeah. Um, man. I'm thinking of all the it's not the Steelers either. Nope. I didn't have. Don't tell me. I'm going to figure this out. All right. Well, technically, the answer... Oh, that's not... I guess that's not... Oh, shit, man. Uh, I would never guess this. I would have never guessed this. Oh, shit. I just looked Uh, it up. Technically, by the way, by the way, this is not the answer, but the Green Bay Packers are the oldest NFL franchise with continuous operation in the same location. Yes, because the Chicago Bears were once known as the Decatur Staley's. That's fun trivia for you folks when you get to play trivia, whether it's on Zoom or safely after this pan- this effing it, pandemic's over. Um, is it the uh, is it the Colts? No, no. You're never gonna guess this, Marquim. I just looked it up. You're never gonna. Guess. I would never. It can't, it can't be the Bengals. Is it the Bengals? No. Nope. Yeah, who is it? It's the Arizona Cardinals. Right, right. Yep, they were. They started off as the Chicago Cardinals, and then they moved yep. to St. Louis, wow. and then they moved to Phoenix. They were known as the Phoenix Cardinals in the late '80s and early yeah. '90s, and then they yeah. switched to Arizona because they played their, I think, first 15 years in uh, at Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Chicago had two teams. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Fuck. Little, just a little fun football trivia. See, I'm really good at stumping your mind right now. 
Let's see this question right here. Who has the best quarterback in their team? I'm trying to realize. Oh, of uh, there, there's another question she said of of their team. So like I'm trying to figure out what exactly this question means. I'm gonna put the other one up. Uh, maybe maybe like who's like each team's best quarterback? I guess I don't know. Yeah, because let's see. Uh, it's then, yeah. yeah, I think that's there's too many obvious answers for those. There's a lot. Like, so, so, like every team around the league, that'd be cool. I, I have to really think about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Oh, going back to teams earlier. For Steelers, would you say Bradshaw or would you say Ben? <laughs> oh, easily Ben. All right. Like, not even close. Hey, come on, man. Come yeah. on, Griff. All right, cool. On, I, I have to ask the questions. It's my ho- That's my duty <laughs> as host. I got to ask you, you questions. You, you had one guy that was bad and just won four Super Bowls, <laughs> like actively not good. With, and another guy who's just not good now but was like MVP type. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I'm just looking back at all the franchise's best quarterbacks. Like, Ben is Pittsburgh, obviously. New England is Tom. Cowboys is Romo. No, no, it's not. <laughs> okay, Marquise. Roger Starbuck fans won't like me. I don't know anything about Roger Starbuck, so I'll, I'll gladly admit that. But I think you're going to get those Cowboy fans who are older will say Starbuck, but you're going to get the Cowboy fans that are probably right now 30s to 50s who will say Aikman. Romo is better than Aikman? You, you, oh, you might yeah, get yeah. shot if you said that to the right person. <laughs> you might get beat up, man. Romo was better than Aikman. I'll stand by that. I, I think he was. Right. Yeah. Marquise, best Eagles quarterback of all time. Don't even McNabb. McNabb or Cunningham. Well, Cunningham. We can't be close. Dude. McNabb is so much for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go McNabb. But I, yeah. I can see someone saying Cunningham. Yeah. Giants, um, would you say Phil Simms? Would you say Eli Manning? It's, 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 it's Eli. For it has to be Eli. Yeah. Yeah. Of course Eli. Oh, uh, Broncos, I'm going to go John Elway. Of course. Yeah. Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, no, stop it. No. Oh. He's the Colts. Colts, Peyton Manning. Bears. Uh, oh, Johnny Unitas, what are you doing? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Like, and, 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 and you know what? You know, I can see someone saying that. But, like, I, I'd, have to, yeah. I'd have to go with Manning. Just because Manning played there longer and, you know, his career was more expensive. You, you got to go. Greatest Bucks quarterback of all time. Greatest Bucks quarterback of all time? Is it Brady after one year? <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> That's Vin, it's, it's, it's Vincent. It's Vinny Testaverde. How could you get that wrong? No, hell no. <laughs> it's Josh Freeman. Oh, God. Hey, it, might, it, it for real might be Tom Brady, though. Yeah. I think, I think one more year would, would probably solidify that, probably. What about the Atlanta Falcons? Mike oh, that's, a, that's, that's hard. Right? See, now, I, I, think, I think Matt Ryan was better. I think I think it's Matt Ryan. I well, think it's Matt. Vic, Vic never got to a Super Bowl, but I mean that's it's a, that's a team thing. But like skill wise, Mike fixed the same thing though. Ryan's like better. Ryan's Vic, played better. Yeah. Did Vic win the MVP? I can't yeah. Remember. No. I'm pretty no. sure. No, he never won the MVP. Uh, I'm googling that right he came now. Came second with us. We was playing with us. Came the second. I know he was on the cover. of... Do you think Vic's career would have been different if it weren't like the same thing? Aaron Hernandez, obviously the off-field stuff. If Vic didn't get involved in dogfighting and stuff, do you think his career he could have probably been a lifelong Falcon? No, because he still would have got hurt. <laughs> that would have happened. That was coming. Yeah, he broke his leg one time already. He was injured, bro. Yeah, he won. He only won. Uh, he he's a Heisman I finalist, think- and he won uh, comeback player of the year in 2010. Uh, when I don't think like I mean injury prone. I think for his type of quarterback, I don't think that's the right way to say it because I think. Vic was just the way his style was. It just wasn't going to hold up. Like he, no, was, he, he was, was hurt. Yeah, he was injury prone. Yeah. Like he was oh. 
blow on him and he'll get hurt. He, he was injury prone. I a, Even with him being the runner he was, he got hurt a lot. He got hurt for us back in the day with Virginia Tech. He got hurt for us twice. I have two teams I want to give you in the north, actually, for quarterbacks. Is Matt Stafford the best Lions quarterback of all time? Yeah. Joey yeah. Harrington. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on no. no, maybe not. Dan Orlovsky? Dan Orlovsky. Hell, hell no. Joey <laughs> um, Harrington was better than Dan Orlovsky. What about the Chicago Bears? Oh, that's, uh, Sid that's, Luckman? that's my guy. Yeah, that's Luckman, absolutely. Rex Grossman. Uh, let's see. Minnesota Vikings is Dante Culpepper. Matt Favre. Um, <laughs> hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. What'd you just say, Drew? <laughs> no, I was just fucking with you. I said Dante Culpepper is the best Vikings quarterback, but obviously it's Fran Tarkenton. I was about to say, what the hell just happened? <laughs> 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 Gotta stump you, man. Gotta stump you. Um, I, I, I don't want to ask a question of who we think it is. Because obviously with Buffalo, it's Jim Kelly. But could Josh Allen maybe surpass him one day and become the best Bills quarterback of all time? Yeah, Jim, Jim Kelly only played there for 10 years. Absolutely. Did he play four straight Super Bowls, though? Yeah, but I don't see how he could. If he keeps getting better, he's young, man. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I, I still think about that. I like I gotta add, I need to know a, a prime Bills fan that lived through that. And I, I just want to know how they made it. I, I remember the tail end, and I remember, actually, my first memory of ever watching football, ever, was the comeback. The, um, the, the Oilers? Oilers yeah. When when the game seemed over, I was watching it with one of my cousins, and it seemed over. We were doing other shit, and then uh, he got a call from one of his friends. He basically pushed me down. I remember, I was like, I think I was like three or four. I remember this, like vividly. He pushed me down, I fell, and I cried, and all that shit. So he can cut back on the game to see the end because he came back. Wow. This is like, yo, if you want, I watched the, uh, what's the name? The NFL, remember, remember that little show they had, the NFL Greatest Games? Yeah. yeah, like yeah. The players talk. I, it's unbelievable hearing them talk about that. Warren Moon, <laughs> Warren Moon, he said that, uh, that on the sideline they were talking about what they were going to eat after the game. He was like, yeah, man, we're going to the steakhouse. Let's go get a prime rib. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's like, he had plans, man. You know what I mean? And Frank Wright was like, yeah, no, we're putting those on hold. Yeah, no. Um, would you say, like, obviously we're, if the Oilers were the Titans, would you say Warren Moon was their best quarterback if we're combining the two, or would you say McNair? McNair was that, that's See, that's tough. Because that Moon, Moon had the better numbers. But I think I think if you ask most of those fans, they would tell you McNair. I think because of what he meant. I think he meant more to that team than Moon did. But Moon was probably better. Yeah. Man. You could make the argument that more Moon is the most prolific professional QB of all time. Not Vincent Testaverde. Yeah. He said what? He's not Vinny Testaverde. No, but if you combine what he did in the CFL and the NFL. He has like almost 80,000 yards. CFL, baby. Where did uh, Warren Moon go to college? Oh, that's a very good question. You put me on the spot, Phil, because I don't know. I'm going to Google that right now. I'm usually doing that shit. I don't know. Ah, man. Hold on. Tell me. Hold on. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. All right. Give me a hint. Is it a... Hold on. Hold on. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Hold on. Uh... 
Can I, can I, I got it. I got it. Oh, I, you're gonna break it. It, it, it. Is it Power Five? Power Five. It is. Yes, it is yes. Power Five. Barely. <laughs> That's a pretty big hint, Phil. Well, I mean, man, I don't know. You got nothing. All right, we nothing. just we just talked about a quarterback that went to this college on one of the current teams that just got a new quarterback. That was a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. A quarterback was traded to a team who has a quarterback that's played for the same college. Well, he went to Cal or something? Mm, close. So is it, so he's in the Pac-12? I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the ballpark? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he went to Washington, Washington. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I see him in the jersey now. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, went to Washington. I have a hot take about the Pac-12. I don't think the football's bad. I think it's just like when it comes to all the Power Fives, it's like the one that always gets overlooked. Wait, he played five years in Canada? Yeah. Good yeah. God. It was uh, how, there. Phil. How bad was he in college? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Man, the I mean, Toronto yeah, Argonauts are making... Dead. Dude, what? the Toronto Argonauts have made three NFL-level signings in the last like few weeks. They got Mar- Martavis Bryant now, Shane Ray, and today, Coney Ely. Man, I gotta get you guys on the CFL, dude. It's like it, the football's a little different. Like I played, that's what I played when I was in high school. It's very different, but going to the games is fun. It's like I'll go because my, my my uncle, my uncles are huge diehard CFL fans, Toronto Argonauts, and like you go to the games, you're allowed to tailgate in the parking lots and stuff, and it's it's a fun time. Like the football obviously is not as good as NFL, but it's it's still enjoyable to go and watch. Hell, man, Doug Flutie. Yeah. Legend. Dang, he went unselected in a 12-round draft? Jesus. Dude, a lot of guys have to go to the CFL to prove themselves. Like, look at Alex Singleton right now for uh, your Eagles, Markeem. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah he did come from the CFL. Yeah, he was a Calgary Peter. The CFL... Yeah, this is a good, that's a good-ass question, man. Who, who else? Uh, some of the other teams. Um, Washington. Washington is probably the toughest, right? Would you say Thasman? It had to be Thasman, right? Him or Williams. Doug, Doug, okay. I love Doug Williams as a black man. He's very important. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But outside from, like, that Super Bowl run and a couple moments here and there, I, mean, I, can't, I can't. I can't. It has to be Thasman. Uh, <laughs> oh, be, Raiders, Doug, would you Doug go? Williams. Raiders, would you go Plunkett or uh, Stabler? Stabler. Um, what the? Sorry, I'm distracted. Yeah. Randy Orton just blew up black stuff apparently on Raw tonight. Jesus Christ. We're here to talk football, not wrestling. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I Jets. Let's see. Jets and Dolphins are obvious. Yeah, uh, Brian Grease. Well, yeah. Brian Bob <laughs> Grease. Bob Grease. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm joking, by the way. It's Dan Marino. Can I say something? Uh, I cannot stand Brian Greasy as a commentator. He is terrible. Brian Greasy is so bad as an NFL commentator. He's pretty, pretty bad. Um, let's but see. Yeah, the Jets, you know, like, you know, and although I think Joe Namath is the most overrated quarterback in the history of the league. Um, One of the most famous sound bites in NFL history, though. Mark Sanchez. Not not his incident with Susie Colbert in 2003, but him sitting poolside guaranteeing the media that they were going to beat the Colts. Which was insane when you think about it, because they were such heavy, heavy underdogs. Yeah. Uh, People thought they shouldn't have been on the same field. You know what I mean? Yeah, Rams. Uh, Kurt Warner. Yep. Yeah, you, you got to. Would you say him for the Arizona Cardinals too? Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. No, what are you going to say, Jake Plummer? Like, come on. <laughs> Fuck Matt Leinart. Exactly. Um, Seattle, I, would you already put Russell Wilson in for Seattle? Oh, ooh, ooh. Did they have somebody? Who else did they have? The Hasselback. I mean, Russell Wilson is better than Hasselback. Right. Hasselback was there for like 10 years, though. He also made one of the dumbest guarantees in uh, playoff history by saying, oh, we're going to win, we're going to score. And then they threw throw a fucking pick six against Green Bay. Oh, yeah, the coin flip, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to win. We're gonna, yeah, he said we're going to take the ball we're going to score. Yeah, and he throws a pick six. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see what other teams there are in the West. So let's see, we have Seattle, Arizona, San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, all right, all right, okay. okay this is, this okay. is where it gets spicy. The, obvi- the obvious take is Joe Montana, right? That's yeah. the obvious take. Now, I- I'm going with Montana, but you can legit make an argument for Young. Oh, 100%. Like, you can absolutely. Like, he was he was more efficient than Montana. It's just that simple. Um, he was way more efficient. That's uh, uh, the other teams I'm trying to think of, like... And, 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 then the, and then the wild thing, before Peyton Manning came along... Steve Young was the most efficient quarterback in NFL history. Peyton Manning came along and kind of shattered all his records. But, but uh, yeah, he was efficient as hell, man. He had, to, he had that record for QB rating people thought would never be broken. Uh, let's see who else. Saints, I'd probably go Drew Brees. Yeah, there's no problem. Uh, <laughs> what about the Panthers? Panthers? It's Jake DeLong. It's not even close. I'm sorry. It's Jake DeLong. Yeah, yeah you might. Well, hmm. I don't know, man. Well, I said not even close. Cam Newton did, does lead in every stat, but Jake DeLong, I don't know, man. That was eh, – maybe it is Cam. I, 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 I feel it. like Cam's high was higher than DeLong, so I have to go with Cam. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, Jacksonville, probably Mark Burnell. Oh, screw yeah. it. Well, I don't know. What about Byron Leftwich, man? David Garrard. David Garrard. The boat, Blake Bortles. Um, Houston. Would you say he would with Houston? Houston's a tricky one. Oh, you gotta go to Sean Watson. Yeah, because if we're counting the Titans and the Oilers together, yeah. I mean, gotta gotta go to Sean Watson. Yeah, well, you can't yeah. say David. Cullen. David Cullen. <laughs> or Matt Laundry's Matt Shaw. Welcome, Matt. Whatever. Man. man, I I honestly was I like when I I Matt Shaw may have been one of the most under the radar QBs ever. Like he just. Fucked off to Atlanta, and then he was their backup for like a long time. And then this year out of nowhere, it's oh yeah, hey, he retired. And I had to do a double take and realize like shit, he's been in the league that long. Yeah, the, the kid would love to hear you say that. <laughs> big fan of Shab. Oh yeah. I mean, I hate, I hate Shab. Dude, Houston yeah. was on that team where it's like they always just get to the playoffs, and then then they just like pissed it away. I hate Shab because of that year where he beat my Hokies, man. I never forgive him for that. Where did he go to school? He went to Virginia. Oh, okay. Fuck, Cavaliers are still... Oh, sorry, the Cavaliers are... Man, the ACC is such a weird conference with football. Like, there's all these teams that just, like, pop up that are good, and then they, like, kind of go away, and then they'll come back. Yeah, yeah. It, it used to be where it was Florida State consistently, yeah. and then some other team would challenge them, and it disappeared. Like, how in the 90s it was the U, and then the U disappeared. Well, Miami was in the Big East then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't realize the Big I thought that Big East was only a thing for basketball. I guess I have to do some research. Uh, big, big East football. Virginia Tech was there, too. Oh, okay. Okay. Same thing with Tech. Um, 
just gonna think of anything else. You guys have anything else you guys want to touch on for tonight? I think we covered a lot of we covered a lot of stuff. That's it. Ooh. Well, anyway, guys, uh, thanks for all the questions. Shout-outs to Cody Lancaster, uh, Mizell Martinez, and always Randy Oska, Markeem, Phil. Guys, it was a pleasure having you guys on. We'll have to do this again very soon. I need you guys back for free agency. There is no if ands, or buts about that, even if it is during wrestling. Um, but anyway, guys, you know what? Thanks to everyone for coming on, uh, for answering questions. Hopefully we can get more people to the next live stream, hopefully with less technical issues. Sorry about that once again. But anyway, guys, we will see you next time on YWC Football Talk. Have a good night. Please come back. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.